Welcome to Scrum Dynamics. Hi, I'm your host, Neil Benson. My goal in this show is to help Microsoft customers and partners like you use the Scrum Agile Software Development Framework to create wildly successful business applications that everyone loves. Microsoft recently awarded eight people with the first PowerApps Fast Track Recognized Solution Architecture designation. Wow, that's a mouthful. It's a recognition from the Microsoft Fast Track team within the Power Platform Product Engineering Group of a solution architect who consistently exhibits deep architecture expertise and creates high-quality solutions during customer engagements. There were also five Power BI Fast Track recognized solution architects recognized for the first time as well. There were several more solution architects recognized in the Dynamics 365 Finance and Operations and customer engagement categories too. Well done to all of you. I love interviewing business apps creators who have built amazing applications and asking them to share the factors behind their success with us so that we can be inspired to build better apps for our users. And one of those first eight people with the PowerApps Fast Track Recognized Solution Architect recognition is my guest on this episode. Clement Olivier, is a Dynamics 365 and PowerApps consultant at Yavista from Nantes in France. As well as his new Fast Track recognized solution architect recognition, Clement is also a two-time MVP award winner. He's got two master's degrees as well, which is to say he's an exceptional talent. If you'd like to connect with Clement, please check out the show notes at customary.com slash 48. I asked Clement to share with us the factors behind one of his recent successful projects. Listen in as he tells us all about two power apps his team built for a kitchen design factory. Clement, welcome to the Scrum Dynamics Show. It's fantastic to have you on. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Neil, for the invitation. It's great to be with you. Good. Well, uh, I've invited you onto the show to share with us the successful project that you worked on. What we'd like to do is to find out more about the project, what your involvement was, and what factors do you think led it to becoming such a successful project so that the rest of us can benefit from your experience? We're also going to talk about your recent Fast Track Award and some other things as well. But first of all, we'd like to get to know you a little bit better, starting off with what did you have for breakfast this morning? Or as you might say in France, le petit déjeuner? Le petit déjeuner, indeed. Well, regular breakfast for a French guy, a simple coffee with bread and marmalade on top of it. So the best way to start a good working day as well. That sounds like a, a very traditional French breakfast. And we'd like to get to know a little bit more about your professional career. If you can start off telling us about your first position and how you got that position, and then we'll maybe talk about your current role and, and what you're doing today. Yeah, for sure. So my first position related to Dynamics, let's say it this way, was back in 2011 for an internship. I applied to my, uh, the first company to help them working on the Dynamics CRM 2011 at this time. So I learned how to write some JavaScript plugin on to do the customizations around the CRM. And then they offered me a job <laughs> because I, I was a good intern. <laughs> and yeah, the idea was to keep working a bit on Dynamics. And then I had the chance to work on the SharePoint projects for two years. And after that, I get back to the CRM as, let's say, the technical referee on the Dynamics platform. And since then, yeah, still working on Dynamics and now the, the entire power platform, which I love, of course. <laughs> 
Who are you working with at the moment? You're working with a, a French partner, is that right? Yeah. I'm working with uh, Javista, a French partner, uh, indeed, specialized in the Dynamics products. So mainly the CRM. We also have knowledge, of course, around the Power Apps, Power Automate, all the stack around the Power pat- Platform, basically. So we have to learn a lot. There, there are a lot of products, which is really interesting to follow. This is really nice to have a lot of things to learn every day, to discover and uh, yeah, to share with a uh, community or even colleagues. So, yeah. Good. Fantastic. I wanted to talk a little bit about your recent recognition. Uh, James Phillips announced a new cohort of fast track recognized solution architects. And I saw your name amongst them as a, a wow. power apps solution architect, which is, you know, you and I are, are friends through the Microsoft MVP program. And then I saw your name up in lights with this new power apps uh, solution architect, fast track recognition. Can you tell me about that award? I'd love to find out more about it. Yeah, um, as you said, the MVP one was still a huge recognition for me. And the fact that I got this one as well is, yeah, I, I don't have the English word. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's pretty amazing. When I received the mail thing with a huge congratulation at, on top of the mail, I was like, oh, this is my day, but it's not my birthday. So <laughs> something is happening right now. So yeah, this is really a nice recognition since to be part of this program, you have to demonstrate your knowledge and your capacity to conduct a project from the functional or technical or both side of a project for a client. And there are, of course, some requirements around the project. It has to be yep. firm-wide, which has minimum of users. Yeah, be, being recognized by Microsoft is, again, a really nice, yeah, a, a huge recognition for me, which helped me to still work hard on every project to have a successful project on, for our clients and uh, help them to love the power platform as well. <laughs> It's a new recognition for Power Apps. There's maybe, I think, was it seven or eight solution architects were recognized this time, five or six in Power BI. And it's, I think it's the second or third year for Dynamics 365. So there's maybe uh, a dozen or more of those. So it's a very small group. Um, well done for being part of it. I'm very proud of you. Thank you, Anil. I wanted to talk about one of your projects. If you can share with us, some details about the project, who it was for, what industry, the size of the project. We'd love to find out what technologies you were using and the approach that you took and to see if, if we can maybe learn from your success. Yeah, for sure. Well, to give some context around the project, uh, we were working for, um, let's call them the kitchen factory. <laughs> the idea is have some range of furniture. Uh, around the kitchen uh, to build your own kitchen for your home, basically. Okay. And they have some showrooms around the Europe. And the idea of the project was to help them to to make their clients more happy when they were coming to their showroom. Basically, the okay. client uh, goes to the showroom with some ideas of what he wants. And a salesman helps them to precise their decisions and to find the best model for the flat or even a house. So the, okay. the idea uh, with our project was uh, firstly to create an immersive experience for the client with basically two apps. We developed two apps for the this project. The first one was just when you arrive to the showroom, usually you should have an appointment for, with the salesman to make sure that he's available for you and he has time to spend with you. 
on your project. So the idea was to provide, uh, let's say, a tablet uh, device on the entrance of the showroom and just by writing your email, for example, once the salesman that you just arrived. Okay. In the meantime, there are some kitchen models displayed on the tablet so you can scroll and have a look to what you want. During this time, the app is basically getting some pictures which are deleted afterwards <laughs> of you just to catch your emotional fa uh, face emotions. So, oh, wow. uh, so at least the salesman knows that when he arrives that you are angry, you are happy, you are neutral. So, so he can adjust his pitch basically. So that, that's the first entry point for the project. So okay. first application. And the second one was to allow the salesman to embed all the different projects available in their showrooms directly in uh, his device. So he has the possibility to choose uh, some materials, colors, yeah, whatever uh, is, uh, which is integrated in your kitchen, basically, and create the project, almost complete personalized project for the client. Right. So going around the showroom, checking the different pieces of the kitchen, uh, selecting each of them the client uh, wants to keep still on the device. And at the end of the, let's say, showroom tour, the client knows what he wants, basically. And they are able to then able to build some 3D view of the kitchen so they can give a better rendering to the clients afterwards. Yeah, fantastic. So um sounds like the first app is um, what I would call a concierge app. Yeah. Um, and I've seen those used quite a lot in banks or in technology stores or department stores. You're welcome. Let me take your name. Let me find your appointment. Please take a seat. So those are really popular way to get started with Power Apps today. And then the second app sounds really quite a sophisticated uh, modeling application to help people choose all the custom components of their of their kitchen furniture. And this is very dear to my heart because my wife and I are about to replace our kitchen. Um, <laughs> so uh, people can choose then all the, the bench tops, the, the type of doors they want, the size of the cupboards and, and so on. What was the back end for that second application? Are you using Dynamics 365 for sales or is it an ERP application? What's driving all of the inventory in, in that application? Yeah, basically, historically, the clients use Dynamics 365 uh, sales. So to, let's say, uh, have the list of the clients who are uh, going to their website, uh, checking the different kitchens and, uh, to send them some appointments, the, the sales part of the, the process. And they wanted to go further, further this with these new apps used by the salesman. So yes, to answer your question, in the background, it's the Dynamics 365, basically a, a CDS instance where we have all the information from the website. When the client visits the website, select models of kitchens they are interested in and where they went to the website. Yeah, some data around them. So we are, we are able to gather some data before the, the meeting, basically. So the sales, uh, the sales guy is able to suggest some products related to uh, what the, he knows about the client. Okay, so they've shown a preference for traditional or you know French cottage or modern because of the browsing behavior on their website before they come into yeah. the store. So the salesperson can see that in the application when they meet them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, when they are browsing the website, in the website, an application to, let's say, build your own kitchen, right. and they are able to retrieve this information to, yeah, 
to see uh, the, some examples. And this is stored in the CDS in the background. And uh, those data are reused for, in the Canvas uh, applications to be displayed and uh, updated, basically, uh, with the latest wishes of the clients. Okay. So, yeah, um, technically, the application is using some CDS, retrieving data, pushing new, da new data, some Azure uh, stuff, like to store the different uh, pictures of the kitchens. We are using some functions as well to externalize uh, the AV processes from the application itself to not have a high latency uh, on the application. You know, I used to have teams developing plugins to do lots of calculations and process business rules on the Dynamics CRM or, or 365 mm -hmm. platform. Today, we're using more and more Azure services and, and lifting those calculations and business rule processes outside of Dynamics onto Azure and then just getting the result back. So that might be an Azure API or it might be a function or a logic app. Are you seeing that as well in your projects that you're, you're integrating more with Azure services than you are doing work on the custom development on the platform? Let's say we use the bus, both. I mean, for special, let's say, CDS data, we still use uh, some plugins because we know how it, how it works, it's working. So it's a known technology for, for us. And uh, when I was speaking about Azure, it was, for example, for the first uh, concierge uh, application using of the cognitive services to recognize uh, your happiness or not. <laughs> we had to, yeah, do, do externally, uh, external process in Azure to use those APIs. So yeah. So you're using Azure Cognitive Services to, to scan the photograph of my face and do some sentiment analysis to see how, what my reaction is to a photograph of a kitchen? Yeah, the full idea was to grab your sentiment uh, when you arrived at the showroom. And right. let's say the full idea was to have some cameras around the, the showroom and uh, yeah, still keeping the idea of your sentiment during the, the tour. Of course, those data are deleted after the tour since, yeah, we, we can't use those. But no. at least during the tour, it helps the sales guy to adjust his speech and uh, suggest, I, I don't know, maybe give discounts or, or whatever. <laughs> um, and so what's what's happening to all the data after the, the kitchen has been configured? Are you sending that off to an ERP system to be uh, processed as a sales order? I didn't get involved in the let's say le, uh, next step of the process, but uh, yeah, I heard about uh, some ERP uh, systems. But yeah, um, if I stick to the project, uh, when they finished uh, the tour, some data uh, were obviously pushed to the CDS with uh, the different wishes of the clients, and then there, there there are some processes which are running to process all the data. For example, if the client loved three colors. Sales guy uh, has the possibility to to rank the different colors based on the reaction of the client when they saw this color, this color. So, yeah, we we have some processes in the background to create, let's say, the perfect kitchen based on those, and uh, they are pushed to the CRM and then used by some part of the, those data is used in the ERP system. Yes, to create some uh, quotes uh, to the client, for example. Yes. Good. Can you tell me about the size of the project in terms of maybe the number of people in your team and how long it took you to build these two applications? The, this application was developed in two steps. Uh, I would say, uh, say this way. We participated to uh, a CDS hackathon uh, last year 
prepared by Microsoft Friends. Uh, so we created, a, let's say, a quick and dirty first version <laughs> of the application for this hackathon. We were, if my memory is correct, four or five to work on that first version. It was for uh, a lot of us a discovery of, of the Canvas apps and uh, what we could do with that. So it was, yeah, it was part of the challenge to discover the technology and participate to the to the challenge with Microsoft. It, it was a nice uh, initiative. And then uh, the, the second part was, yeah, so the first proof of concept, let's call it this way, was a success since we won the, this hackathon with that. <laughs> and yeah, so the client wanted to go further and develop it really with the good practices and uh, yeah, uh, develop the application properly. And we were four of us to work on that project. It took like five months uh, approximately to develop it. Yeah, for, from the first container app, which is was the easier, of, uh, obviously, to the yeah. main one. And yeah, we were able to split the different tasks to have one working on the Azure stuff, one on the Canvas stuff, and uh, one on the CDS one. So we were able to, yeah, to split the, the work to be more effective, uh, efficient, sorry, on the project. So that was for the internal team. And the first proof of concept, it sounds like that was done as a, as a pre-sales exercise. Did you start again with a new application or did you build on the, the proof of concept for the main application? Well, the clients asked us to show them what we could do for them. Yeah. Let's say uh, it was a good coincidence. The Akaton uh, arrived and was announced. So we asked the client if we could uh, use their idea for the, to participate to it. So yeah, it was either a pre-sales uh, app and <laughs> let's say a proof of concept for us to know how we could deal with this kind of app to develop with some of some people internally, which never touched uh, the Canvas app before, for example. Yeah. And um, what kind of involvement did your client have? Did they have a, a team involved in building the application as well? Well, the, the idea was before we started to build the app, some of my colleagues uh, went to a showroom and, uh, to discuss with uh, people from the company to retrieve the, the pain points they have uh, daily with the clients and what could be improved. So it was the first feedback from them to know what could be improved in their daily process, what the application should uh, solve uh, around that. And then um, a, a mock-up was created just with uh, some, let's say, screen, screenshots, pictures of how the app should be rendered and what are the functionality around this app. So we started with that. We presented the idea to the client. They were happy with that. So we started to develop the, this, yeah, the, this uh, proof of concept based on this data and uh, the, feed, the good feedbacks of, uh, from the clients. And after the, the, the first version of the app, client was really uh, happy. So it, it was a... Uh, I do say that in English, but it was a success. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about the other factors that you think led to this project's success. What, what else do you think was it were a big contributing factors? The, the fact that we knew the different options available to develop the different functionalities. It's good to focus on the Canvas apps, but as I said earlier, each scenario is different. But from my point of view, at least you should not do everything in your app, especially when you have every process processes to perform in the background, for example. Uh, that's why the fact that we had a good knowledge around Dynamic Stack, knowing that you can develop uh, plugins, for example, yeah. 
uh, or even business rules or what, uh, yeah, uh, workflows or whatever to externalize uh, a part of the process is, was a really uh, advantage for us. And the fact that we have a few people who have good knowledge uh, as well around Azure, uh, as you said, uh, Azure functions, blob storage to store the different pictures, for example, the logic apps. Basically, we, we use those, those in the application. Again, uh, it was a good uh, way to improve the process in, in the during the development to know that we can use yeah, we, we can do the same functionality in different uh, systems, but this one should should be better because of this and this point uh, compared to the, the other one, which which should be in the first place, maybe faster to develop, but harder to maintain. Uh, yeah, uh, that's just an example, but the fact that we knew what capabilities we had with the different Microsoft uh, systems was a really good point for us. Good. So having that broad experience of the yeah. different Microsoft technologies and how to blend those together. That's that's great. Today, each systems are more and more integrated. So why shouldn't, shouldn't use, we use these capabilities today? Um, even we, yeah. if you know perfectly your system, you should not stick to the system uh, at every price. Uh, again, that's my, my point of view, but uh, you should still always have a look of what is existing around your application to know how you could yeah, use the best uh, systems on capabilities uh, around you. And I love the sound of the way that you developed the proof of concept to prove the technology was was a, a good foundation. Then you developed the screenshots to give the users the ability to give you feedback on how the application would look and how it would function. And then it sounds like you, you developed a quick version one, showed that to the users and got some more feedback. So a good example there of of using different iterations to reduce the risk, re reduce the technology risk, reduce the requirements risk to, to really make your project successful as well. Would you would you say that was a critical factor in the success too? I, I think so. Again, it, it depends on the projects, on the clients, but uh, the fact that you have the capabilities to develop some part of the project shows the, cli the clients what you did in order to, uh, okay, uh, I know that it's a good way. Uh, we, we should continue in, the, in, in this direction. Also to know, uh, just to know that what we had in mind was not what the client had, had in mind. And you should change this or this functionality or this rendering. It prevents uh, the client to be frustrated uh, in the first place, of course, and us to waste, let's say, waste, waste time on developing stuff which will never be used, basically. So... Yeah, de developing the entire app and having bad uh, surprise from both sides, <laughs> it's always yeah frustrating, of course. So yeah, the, the fact that we had the possibility to interact some point of the project with a client was really uh, yeah one of, of the main points of this, this success. Yes, um, we talked about Microsoft Fast Track earlier. Were Microsoft Fast Track involved in this project? Was it a qualifying project for the Fast Track team? Uh, actually, not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, no, um, it's a, let's say, historical client for, from my company. And um, basically when, yeah, when uh, I applied for the Fast Track program, we assumed that it was a good uh, example of what we could do as a partner, a Microsoft partner around the, those technologies. That's why we, we suggested this application uh, along two others. And yeah, but I, I guess Microsoft like that. <laughs> well, Clamor, it's been fantastic to have you on the show. Uh, talking about the Kitchen Factory, 
and the factors that made that project so successful. I really appreciate your time today. Um, if people want to find out more about you and to follow your posts, um, where's the best place to catch up with you? Well-known uh, LinkedIn as uh, Clément Olivier, uh, basically. Uh, also Twitter, Clément Olivier as well, but the O is a zero. And uh, I also have a blog, which is named stuffandtacos.azurewebsites.net. <laughs> okay, well, make sure we have links to all of those. <laughs> Thanks in a the lot. Show notes. <laughs> I appreciate you on. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot, Neil. A good one. I hope you enjoyed the call between myself and Clément Olivier from Yavista. I hope that sparked some ideas in your mind about how you can use Azure Cognitive Services within your model and Canvas Power Apps, and how you can use rapid prototyping to validate the features in progressive iterations of your application. Remember, you can connect with Clement through all the links I've thrown in the show notes at customary.com 48. If you find our discussion useful, please consider sharing a link to this episode on Twitter or LinkedIn. That would be amazing. And please consider subscribing to the Scrum Dynamics podcast if you haven't already. Subscribers get access to special bonus episodes that I publish from time to time that aren't published on social media. The bonus episodes are also sent to students in the Customary Academy. If you'd like to learn more about taking an agile approach to building business apps, you can enroll in my Agile Foundations for Microsoft Business Apps course for free by visiting customary.com slash foundations. That's the word customer with a Y on the end, dot com slash foundations. It's a free mini course that you can take in an hour in which you'll learn the basics and benefits of using an agile approach like Scrum. And you'll find out how I got started with Scrum 10 years ago and how I can help you achieve your scrum.org professional Scrum Master Level 1 certification. That's customary.com slash foundations. If you have a story about a successful business app you've created, whether your team used Scrum or not, I'd love to have you join me as a guest on the show. Like Clement, you can tell us the story about your application, and you don't have to name your client if you don't want to. We have several more guests lined up for you, but you can book a session up to six weeks out and appear on the show in a couple of months. Visit customly.com slash guest. So visit that page, book your guest session, and I look forward to having you on the show. Customary.com slash guest. As well as all of that, keep building amazing applications. Stay home, stay safe, stay connected with each other. Keep sprinting. Bye for now.